Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to uh, Kevin Nicholson, our guest, Global Fixed Income CIO at Riverfront Investment Group. So, Kevin, a, a big week this week with Jackson Hole. And, and one of the things that we've seen actually over the past couple of months is we've seen markets weak uh, before a Fed meeting uh, and then recover afterwards. And this has kind of coincided with this drop in gasoline prices and, and uh, oil and, and commodities. And we've seen yields drop. Um, what are you expecting uh, in this process of the meeting this week and then the aftermath? I think that the meeting this week is going to see the Fed and Chairman Powell reiterate his hawkish stance. I think that he's going to come across a lot more hawkish in uh, Jackson Hole than he has after uh, some of the uh, Fed meetings because the market has taken his words and turned them around into dovish comments. And and that's what has led to these rallies after each of the meetings. And I don't think that you're going to get that this time around um, because the Fed can't afford uh, to let financial conditions get any looser than they have become because they're effectively undoing everything that the Fed has uh, done with their rate hikes over the last uh, few months. So, so, Kevin, I mean, what we've seen in, uh, in bond and uh, equity markets is a repricing here. So are those hawkish comments now priced in? Uh, I think that uh, some of them are priced in. Um, I think that it's really going to depend on the data that comes out coming uh, going forward. But I do think that you uh, have seen a lot of the hawkish comments be priced in because we've had significant moves over the last you know couple of trading uh, days. Uh, we're now back. Uh, in a, a, a tight trading range on the, the S&P, which I think is going to be an important range. I mean, we've broken through that uh, 4150 uh, support level, and I think the next thing that we're going to be looking for is around 4090. Um, that will be about, uh, I think that's going to go back to right around the 23 retracement of uh, this rally that we have seen over the last uh, month. Kevin, you mentioned that the Fed wouldn't be comfortable with how much financial conditions have eased, but uh, I I think we can argue that there are pockets uh, that are still actually um, exerting some tightness. Uh, One is the dollar. The dollar is so much stronger now than it was when the Fed was getting started. Fed interest rates are higher, uh, and oil is is high. I mean, it, it may have come down from 120 to 90, but it's a lot higher than where it was back in the early part of the year. So there are certain conditions that are still exerting tightness on the economy. I wouldn't disagree with you, but you also have to think of what uh, wages have done. I mean, when you look at the Atlanta uh, Fed wage tracker, it's up at 6.7%. And as we know, is if uh, Workers are thinking, but, but it's less than inflation, is, isn't that almost? Yeah, a, yeah, it, yeah, it is less than inflation, and that's an important part to to uh, focus on. But the problem is that 
if workers are getting uh, wage increases, typically in the U.S. they spend it. And unfortunately, they're not looking at wages on a real level. They're going to look at them at the nominal, and they're going to mm. say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm getting wage increases of over 6%. That's going to increase demand out there. Mm. And so that's what's going to make the uh, financial conditions looser is that if demand keeps increasing, uh, you know, that's going to cause a problem because let's remember, the Fed can only control the, the uh, demand side of the uh, supply and demand curve. So the thing is, they are perhaps in uh, uncharted waters. I mean, obviously, and then we have Q, you know QT being upped uh, next month. That's going to be acting also as a as a tightening mechanism. Yes, I mean it. It should be acting as a tightening uh, mechanism, um, and you know, and I hope that it does uh, because you know. At eight and a half percent headline uh, inflation, the Fed still has a long way to go, and okay. and I think that the market has just been too dovish in thinking that the Fed is going to pause. And yeah. I don't I don't agree with that stance. Do, I think that the you, Fed is going to continue to have to hike. Do you think that the Fed chair is out of step with the rest, and is there a danger there? Well, I think that there, um, I think that there may be a little bit of a danger, but I think that at this juncture, the Fed, as a group, that FOMC committee, they're going to come out of Jackson Hole. I hope uh, more unified than um, what we've been hearing over the last uh, few weeks. Uh, you can tell that there is uh, definitely a more hawkish camp and a less hawkish camp uh, inside of the Fed, and I think that uh, Jackson Hole is going to kind of collapse all of that and get them all okay. on, the, on the same foot. Man, you came to play today. That's great. You had your fighting gloves on and everything. Kevin, thank you very much for joining us here on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia. Kevin Nicholson, Riverfront Investment Group. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.